born in trouble. In and out the frame, out your flame, I'll make it brighter, douse and sing. About the same as these others, just I can't hear shit. The mountain <laughs> Me neither. This dude is ridiculous. He's just bopping. That's what's good. What's happening, y'all? Welcome to episode number 13 of Born in Trouble. I'm your host, John X. And today, on our 13th episode, we have a special guest. We're actually mixing it up here because it's been a little bit too manly sometimes. The testosterone just flies all over the place. Just you can't help yourself, John. Can't help it. Can't help it. But today we have a special guest. Old school. Some of y'all might know her, Miss Melissa Ming. Melissa. Hey, hello, gentlemen. Estrogen present and ready to attend. Estrogen ready, present, ready to attend. And of course, our regular panel, Mr. Robert Brooks. Aloha. Aloha. The man's in New Jersey. From Los Angeles, California. Mr. Gene Hopkins. Two middle fingers up for everybody from Gene Hopkins. Y'all can't see it. And of course, the owner of City Wings. 2896 West Grand Boulevard, Detroit, Michigan. 2869. Five Wait, nine, nine six, man. What you Wait, just nine, said, six, man. <laughs> Grant Lancaster. Grant, what up, dog? Grant, he's going to him to the next thing shop. Right, in. The competition, <laughs> right? Who you working for, X? Right. All right. See, and Melissa was worried about how she was going to fit in, oh, but before I anybody else it. said another vowel. vowel she jumped right on me just like everybody else. You fit right in, Melissa. Thank you. you. Fit right Thank in. You. Well, I've known y'all like most of my life, so yeah. it's not that bad. I just wonder yeah. after doing some of these shows, though, what have I done to y'all? But anyway. Oh, I got to do another one after this? No, I'm saying what have I done to y'all <laughs> to make it so personal? I don't understand why it gets so personal sometimes. Look, when Sonny and Cher made their show, Sonny knew what it was about to be. That's true. Okay, Sonny? That's true. Let's go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> right. It was all planned. Got it true. And, and, and Sonny did collect a lot of checks before, even though Cher That's was right. the talent. So y'all are the talent. I'm a ride, y'all. I'm a ride, y'all, like I had a Confederate flag in my house. Damn. You don't? Wow. <laughs> okay. Segway. Hey. Was there music, John? No, no. There's, you know, listen. Oh. This is like, we are, we're always born in trouble. We've got the most inappropriate content that anyone can find anywhere on the internet at any time. And, um, you know, how's the y'all's most, day going? That's bold. That, that is bold. Because so? I, I don't... I don't think we've pooped on anybody's stomach or anything like that. Like, there's yeah, some stuff on the internet. Pooping on stomachs. Who's There's some stuff out there on the internet, man. Like yeah, we're not like doing Howard snuff Shire films. Shit, you know? Yeah, that's true. Howard he used to do some crazy stuff. We're not even trying to do anything like that. We're black people. We don't have time for that shit. Have you seen the cup? What the cup? what? The cup. That was a that, something cup. Something cup. Yeah, it, it just was some crazy shit. I don't even know if I really want to say it. I'm <laughs> well, 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 let, let, let's start with this. Where did you so, see it? 
Um, <laughs> How deep did you have to look for it? No, I didn't. Somebody showed it to me. It was a video of these chicks, um, as you were saying, pooping on the. You started it with the poop thing. Oh, they was in the tub. No, no, they pooped in a cup and the girl drank it. Oh wow. That was some. That's the wildest stuff I've ever seen. And that wasn't. Somebody showed it to me, and to to see my reaction, it was like a party kind of thing. Oh, is it just that, wow. That's yeah. a very strange that's, party. That's, 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 how, that's, how, that's how you got the party yeah. started. Huh? I'm, I'm concerned about your friends. So, so like, yeah, when your friends showed that to you, you know were they trying to be inspirational? <laughs> no, they weren't trying to be inspirational, Brooks. They were just trying to, yeah. they, they videotaped my reaction. I see where you're going with that. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm just no, asking. No, I'm not going anywhere. No. I'm just inquiring. No, no, no. I feel you inquiring minds want to know. Yeah, no, not. my life is real boring compared to yours. I'm telling you. Right. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. Oh, hey, watch. So who's going to Google it? All of Melissa, you see how quickly it turns? You see how quickly it turns? See how it works? So, uh, there's no need to Google that. I'm good. <laughs> right. I, I will gain no more information having seen oh, man, it. Go or ahead, not seen. I'm going to Google boo boo daiquiris. <laughs> <laughs> we've been having such a good conversation at the beginning of this i don't even know if i want to get into a serious topic we should just like keep telling oh. jokes for the next winging like, it. he's winging it no but we're not no but we're not gonna do that you're not getting off that easy what's in that glass melissa What's in that glass? Is that water? Um, Pinot Grigio and oh, I'm about to grab pineapple. Pinot Grigio and pineapple. Ladies, you are properly represented. <laughs> the wine is here. It's very nice. It's very uh, very light and refreshing. Light Thank and refreshing. you. The flask is here too, but you know. There you go. I figured I'd stop my first episode. I would uh, take it easy. Listen, that's like one of the that's one of the milder drinks or inebriates that we've had here on this show. So you good. Somebody did drink a bottle of Jack Daniels during the course of the show. Oh yeah, that's time. true. Really? That's true. Really? Right. Oh yeah, that's a little null and void. Yeah, it, it got worse as yeah, uh, towards that. the end. No, you oh yeah, no, you you weren't on that one. Yeah, but as the show went by, as the show went to towards the end, it got kind of uh difficult to understand. But it was funny. It's good radio. All that stuff is good radio. This is why I want everybody at home. Relax. Do what you want to do. You know, we were talking about, um, no, I'm not going to even bring that up. But seriously, no. <laughs> I'm going to no go name. to another place. That's right. Loose lips. Loose yep. lips sink ships. So, oh, did you say schnitzel? Schnitzel. Schnitzel. <laughs> <laughs> Who you talking about that schnitzel? <laughs> Yo, you see those schnitzels your boy was with last night? <laughs> That's how that used to go. <laughs> wow. That's, that's how that used to go. Yo, you know he's married to so and so. Yo, she a schnitzel? <laughs> that's how that used to go. <laughs> well, we're going to bring it back to wow. 2021 now. And, you know, for a second, and I'm going to try to get a little bit uh, more into some of the topics that we were going to get into, but I'm not going to start as heavy as I was going to because today is a day of celebration, possibly. No more COVID masks. The CDC announced that there are no more COVID masks. Enough people have been vaccinated um, or and enough people have been vaccinated. I, I will say it that way because 
they know that a whole bunch of motherfuckers is still going in stores that have not been vaccinated now without masks and saying, yes, I was vaccinated and make me prove it. What are you going to do? Make me carry a card around with me? It's not going to happen. So the vaccination, the mask period is over. You can now look at people in their face again, breathe on them. Uh, don't spit on them, but you can breathe on them. So what do y'all think? You, like think the it's, mask. you actually like the mask? Yeah, I like the, uh, uh, what's the word? Uh, anonymity. Yeah. and Anonymity. Anonymity. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. I know. I heard you. <laughs> right. Me too. Whoa. But y'all know what it is. Yeah. yeah. I, I mixed up a couple consonants up in that bitch, but you know. Y'all they, know what, a couple, know what a couple consonants. They came did it out right. They came did it out right. It was fine. That's it was they fine. Right? The name Val. Check it too. Man. Look. It was fine. Yeah, yeah. But I agree with the yeah. man. I, I'm still going to wear my mask. You're still going to wear your Not mask? Not for the anonymity, but more for the... I don't trust people who say that they got, they got vaccinated and they didn't. Like, unless they're a card-carrying member, which... How are you going to prove it? And it, you, how are you going to prove that you got vaccinated to some random? Well, you've been vaccinated? Melissa, you've been vaccinated? My first shot. Okay. Okay. Right. When's my the second, second, my second is My second is on my birthday on Tuesday. Okay. All right. Yeah. And then two weeks after that, they say you can go out and celebrate it without a mask. Exactly. Congratulations. But, I will be wearing a mask because I am not vaxxed. And mm-hmm. I will let everybody know that I'm not vaxxed. Right. <laughs> I'm going a different route. Going right. Fuck y'all if you don't like it. Well, they got t-shirts for that. Well, I think it's interesting. Yeah, I don't really wear, I don't really get to wear a lot of t-shirts. It's not like in my regular rotation. We can tell you from the way that you came right. into the Zoom. But dude didn't have a shirt on. We got yeah, we can tell from the way you came into the Zoom. <laughs> See, if I so, said that. Yes. Grand Rob didn't have a shirt on. You know what I'm saying? He had a little carpet showing and everything. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the show brought sexy back. It makes you wish that. Makes me wish sometimes that I would sneak in and get some video in here sometimes. But <laughs> I'm not going to do you, it. Don't we have to sign like forms for that? Um, you that? Yes, you would. Yeah, okay. Yes, you then. Would. So no. For what? For video? <laughs> yeah, he ain't doing no video shit. So no. Okay. So no. <laughs> no. I got that's a breach. That's a breach of all type of goddamn laws. You know, not even on the book laws, but I'm talking about <laughs> social, cultural, everything. Laws. Personal. Oh. I feel violated. I feel violated. <laughs> well, you know, back on the topic of masks, though, I, I, I found it interesting. I was watching something right before we came on air, and uh, Dr. Sanjay Gupta was on CNN, and he was saying that the reason why is that enough people My have friend. been vaccica- vaccinated at this point that people can go out and they can do whatever they want. And someone posed a question about, well, what about the people that aren't vaccinated or the people that go out with the mask, and what's the reasoning behind the whole thing? And what he said was that someone who's been vaccinated, the idea is that the antibodies cannot build up in that person to make them viral, to make them contagious. Whereas if you haven't had it, you can still be contagious depending on, you know, because you don't have the protection, the viral protection. So that raises a question to me about the whole immunity system and who's to say that. And he said this. He said, "Who's the, um, that's not saying that someone who isn't vaccinated 
is going to ever get to the point where they become viral, which is the whole um, argument or position of people who don't want to get the vaccination. If you haven't been sick, if you haven't gone through anything, um, why take the risk? Another thing that they were talking about were about pregnant moms, a couple of moms who uh, took the who took it there. They're saying that doctors are telling them if you want to get pregnant, don't take the virus right now. And um, a few women were saying online that maybe three or four of them who took the virus and were pregnant took the vaccine, took the vaccine, took the vaccine. It is the virus, though. That's what it really is. Right. Yeah. So they took the vaccine. They took oh, the, it's the spike protein, most of them. No, no yeah, right. the, vac- the vaccine not the is not. It's not the, it's virus. Not the virus. It's, it's not the spike it's not protein. Like, it's not like the flu shot. The flu shot. Okay. Right. Yeah. Well, whatever it is, the spike po- protein has caused them to lose their. They feel like it was a causal factor in them losing their kids. I just find it interesting that now it's gone from things have completely and totally flipped around. Once you say you can go out to a club or you can go party, now the pressure is now on people who don't want to get the vaccine to go ahead and get it. At this point. And someone told me yesterday, like, you know, if you really care about other people, you'd go out and you get the vaccine. That's BS. That's a BS argument. I'm oh. not riding with that one. Yeah. If you yeah, want if yeah, you want to protect you know, yourself, go out and get the vaccine. And once you get once you're vaccinated, in theory, you're protected. So there's nothing that I can do to hurt you. My okay. status doesn't affect yours one way or the other if you're vaccinated. So yeah. that's that's a, that's a false equivalency. I'm not I can't get on that car. And you know, I, I, they, I, somebody ever say some bullshit like that to me, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have to club them. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. That would show that you, that would show that you care about other people. Listen, <laughs> we harbor 25% of the world prison population. I'll start just going right down the line and everything mm-hmm. else. Yeah, yeah like, and when I'm do we start caring about people right? here? Did you right. say care about people? Right. Yeah. You Get know, away from me with that argument. I mean, a lot of people haven't gone to the doctor in years and you want them to go to a doctor and take a shot. Personally, the way I feel about it is like, let's let's wait. I'm going to wait and see. And what I said is like very simple. If it's going to stop me from doing something that I absolutely have to do, if I had to go to Canada, for example, and they wouldn't let me in, I would take the vaccine. If it was something that was like important, then I would do that. But other than that, I'm not really in a rush to take the vaccine. I feel fine. I'm eating better. I've always taken the vitamin E throughout the whole thing. I don't have any lingering side effects. And call me selfish. But you know what? Call me alive. Because if I take that shit and something bad happens, you're not going to give a fuck. Most people aren't going to give a fuck. Facts. I'm a kid. Thank you, Gene. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. I'm a kid. Yo. I'm a kid. Hey, here's Look, I'm a kid, but like, honestly, like, I took the vaccine. I took that for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, I wasn't thinking about how it would affect anybody else. Um, My Mm -hmm. mother had COVID. Mm -hmm. And at 84 years old, I was scared. I was in Florida. I didn't, you know, just go and I needed that at least the first shot for. Just to be on a plane mm-hmm. well, for months before I could see her. Right. My daughter's fully vaccinated because she was in uh, West VU and there was a spike in Morgantown and they offered it for students and and uh, teachers. And it was her choice. We talked about it. We discussed it. And she wanted to stay there. She didn't want to. They were sequestering kids with COVID in dorms and for what it, it was almost equivalent to 
what she felt was jail. So she just took the preemptive steps to get herself well. So Mm. in reference to how if I could take it, it's to protect you. Nope. Not in my opinion. Not not for my reasons of doing it. Right. And your and your reasons are completely acceptable because it falls under the, the same categories as to why I would take it. Gene, you were about to say something? Like what it comes down to? Yeah, I think I, yeah, I think the reality is this. Look, when you understand our history, uh, and you understand capitalism and the medical industry and big pharma. And, and the revenue associated with it. Come on, I mean, it's not, it, how can you trust that anybody really has your best interest at mind? Even if they, if these people say it, these people say it, these people say it, because what typically the, uh, wherever the masses moves to generally is the wrong damn direction. Mm. Since inception of mm. this country, yeah. That's pretty much the case. And so, and so, yeah, they may, you know, I, I will accept a, a, a point of view where someone shows me how it's in their best interest financially for people to not uh, be sick or, or need right. hospitalizations and stuff like that. Then I'll be like, okay, that makes sense. That's along with how they make all their decisions, in my opinion. Right. So, so, uh, it, so, but just to say, just to get, you know, the pressure, 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 the medical people and everything else. Look, yeah, if you've had your head in the sand and you want to be Mr. or Mrs. America because you love uh, what, what you perceive this country to be, then yeah, you know, you need to run, get vaccines, any damn other thing they tell you to do or they say that's good for you or this or that. Oh, my shit. And the more, the more and more I study, I'm about like Rob, you know, I'm telling you, I had COVID and now my daughter has it. You know, and I'm self-diagnosed, so you know people can, people can call me on that. But uh, I've lined my symptoms up that I have with a bunch of people, even registered nurses, and 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 from the information they've given me and the opinions they've given me, I came to the conclusion I had it. My daughter in Atlanta now has COVID, uh, so uh, you know I, I didn't believe. Well, when I had the thing, I, first of all, it didn't attack me like I thought it was going to attack me. It wasn't this, that, and the third. Ability. Uh, maybe that's because maybe that's why I'm not uh, very scared of it to say, OK, I'm willing to take something that these motherfuckers who strung the country out on hair run tell you is good for you. Mm, that's ain't that the, truth. the same people. And, 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 and they just happened a hundred years ago. That shit is happening now still, you know, with Oxy and this and that. These are the ones who are making vaccines, big pharma and this and that. And they're the ones saying, yeah, this is the the, the solution. Mm-hmm. I, I can't, I, I'm, you know, it's like, yeah, if, if I'm wrong, then fuck it, you know? That's right. how I'm wrong, shit, you know? But uh, I just but can't, I'm not comfortable. You huh? you're, t- you're entitled to like, I mean, like, yeah. there's there's history behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, and, factual and history. Yeah. You know? you know, so, but, so, you know, but I'm about like, you know, Melissa, shit, you know, like, if 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 I thought it was another line of defense for a loved one, then I, I'm first in line, you know, because you know, but I you know, but I have a reason for taking what I call a risk, you know, a, a, you know, a big risk. I don't know, man. I don't trust these motherfuckers. These are the same motherfuckers that gave everybody cancer, strung people out on drugs, you know, with the cocaine and everything else. 
What did they just get righteous or something? Nah, that that's not gonna happen. <laughs> so, so Glenn, what, Glenn, what do you think, bro? So, so, so this this is the way I I kind of look at it. First of all, I think it's like one of the most personal choices that a person can make. I don't give a fuck if you take it. I don't give a fuck if you don't. Whatever you want to do for you is fine. It's like even even before the vaccine, you know what I mean? Like so shaking hands, just you know, the the natural greeting or the accepted greeting around around the country. When people when the COVID came out, people may want to shake hands, may not want to shake hands. It's not up to you to decide whether or not they should be I've been giving both for decades. Right. But I'm saying I'm saying some <laughs> most people don't follow them up. Yeah, if, yeah. If, but it's it's a personal choice though. If people wanted to, if people wanted to shake your hand and you was willing to shake a hand, then shake a hand. If they was willing to shake a hand and you weren't, then don't shake a hand. Or vice versa. If they weren't willing and you were, don't shake a hand. But you can't blame somebody for how they react in the midst of this fucking pandemic. Yes. You know what I mean? So I don't think that whole I'm I'm, I'm inclined to agree, you know, that whole uh, you take it to save me or whatever fuck you just said. That shit is that shit is backwards ass logic. Yeah, that's some bullshit right there. Yeah. Like I'm not I'm not I'm not as I don't think it, it is as nefarious as Gene does, but at the same time, like, you know, America when it comes to corporations, if you say it's easy, if you say it's convenient, we let you put it out there and if it's fucking the people up, we wait until somebody starts suing and then we get back and we correct it. Right. So we let, we still we still let them put Roundup in the food. You yeah, know, don't, don't, plastic don't bottles, like all kinds of all kinds of stuff that we thought was good. And for years we did it. And then years later, 20, 30 years later, we find out, oh, that's fucked up. We shouldn't have been doing that. This right. could be one of those. We don't know. But and I'm not in a rush to find out. Don't you have to sign a waiver to take the vaccine? Yes. Of course. Well, like, so, so you so you can't sue them for, for a well, vaccine injury no, or whatever. You yeah. can, they can't be sued, period. We need That's to, part of their deal. The makers need, of the vaccines can't be sued. We need to have Winston back on the show to give us an update as to like how he's feeling about this at, at the, some point. So I think I'm going to reach out to that brother, see if we can get him here and, you know, see what he's feeling as far as, um you know, having gone through it as a nurse. But what it brings me back to is what I really wanted to talk about, which is the value of people, because like, are they really, they, they, they're taking this and they're using, um, community as an excuse to like shame people and we we live in a shame culture we live in a whole culture that go ahead well that's social media that's social media that's that's all media that's all community and it's all about um making you feel bad for not looking out for other people but and the whole idea about the economy having to get back in and i really think it comes down to the value of people overall you know and and i've done a lot of thinking over the past week about what lessons we've learned during COVID or what lessons haven't we learned during COVID. Um, it's really what we haven't learned because most people don't pay attention to these things. And the thing that's most telling to me is that the economy kept going and people are still living and people at those corporations still exist. Um, everything has gone on as if nothing really happened for a year. It's like, they put the world on pause. The world was put on pause for a year. And there are no really great, terrible consequences to it. You don't hear anyone talking about digging out of a debt. You don't hear anyone talking about the, about this industry is like really stretched at this point. Um, 
They just wrote checks, printed money, and life went on. You know, crazy. There you go. Printed money. Printed money. You know, so it made me think about the the cost of comfort, which is really like three hundred dollars a week if you collect unemployment. It made me think about the value of um, essential workers, who you know, a few months ago were the greatest people on earth, and today they're lazy bums again, making less than um, minimum wage, and. Um, it made me think about the simple fact that the U.S. economy is really essentially unstoppable. You can't stop a corporation. You're not changing workplaces. So what exactly are we doing here? Well, fucking off. Is you say that you say the value of people? I think I think what we're learning is that people really are not valuable at all on the whole. You know what I mean? Because because like you said, everything is everything is is semi shut down. We're not going to it's not shut down completely, but things are semi shut down. Okay. But yet everything is still rolling. Yes. Right. Everything is still rolling. So. So in terms of what America is being such a money driven country, everything is based on commerce. Everything is based on business and business is starting to learn how invaluable these employees were how invaluable all these big ass buildings. So let's let's take the University of Michigan. Mm-hmm. You know, if they're operating, if they're operating in person at twenty five percent, what 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 the fuck are we gonna do with these uh, the other seventy five percent of this damn grounds and buildings and shit that we got? Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, they got to be to me. They got to be thinking in terms of what the fuck are we gonna do now. To turn this to turn this cash cow around because this ain't it anymore. See, we yeah, can't... nobody wants to go back to work if they can effectually do their work at home, and that they've been doing it for a year. Mm. A lot of people are just like, "Look, I'm in the comfort. It's COVID, and so no, I don't want to go back. I don't want to do this. I've been, you know, I've been navigating this at home situation, and then." And- and, and you're right. That's the thing. That's why they have 75 percent of empty space. I actually I actually saw a report this week where one company had 60 uh, percent of their employees refused to go back to work and quit when they got called back to work. Yeah. But here's some shit on that. Yo, I tried to post today, I believe earlier today or yesterday, some smart ass shit. You know, I was just come early in the morning. You? <laughs> Hello. But, you? Uh, yeah, so I was going to. So check this out. You said morning? I post, yeah, I posted that. I said, I said, what the, f-? I said, how the fuck can they expect? And I'm paraphrasing now because I don't remember the words. How the fuck can they expect people to go back to slave wages after y'all been making it rain or some shit like that, right? And, uh, <laughs> uh, and with, a, with a hashtag, I mean, but at the end of it, it was, I had a hashtag, fuck them all. So I, I, I guess I pointed it to someone, yo, that shit didn't post. Like, you know, there's this, this instantly, like this exclamation came up talking about they having some problems right now or some shit, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, and, and, and it didn't post. You know, I ain't try again, but you know, shit, I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, because Let I was taste. talking about, yeah, oh, oh, I was, I said something about PPP and this and that and everything else, and that shit didn't post, man. Let me tell you something, bro. There's a whole, there's a whole shadow banning campaign that's going on for people that are speaking against the 
narr- the chosen narrative by the, by the country. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's there's shit that's not po- people that are posting shit on on YouTube and Facebook and that shit that shit ain't posting. That how it's Trump just, get away with it for so long. He was the narrative. Yeah, what it really came down to with Trump was it didn't matter what he said because he someone did. would interpret it their own way to make it sound better for him anyway. You know, Trump said, I grab him by the I grab him by the hoo-ha. And women would come out and say, I asked him to rub me gently. What's Can I ask you something? Like yes. on some real talk. Sure, real talk. Did you say hoo ha because I'm here? Yeah. Yeah. That was some no, I, no, I, I saw never, that too. So, I, mean, if you're I, say I feel people, that energy. I feel that. Energy. I have never said. I saw that too. I have never said. He might. He might have said hoo ha anyway. I would have said. I think he might have said hoo ha anyway. Yeah. That's true. Oh, look at Rondo. Rondo switched gears, man. Yo, you should pile on with me, man. No, 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 Melissa. Believe me, there'll be opportunities to pile on. Oh, Melissa, you should know, Melissa. If you want to say pussy, you can say pussy. I'm gonna okay. say hoo ha. I'm All gonna right. say hoo ha. But I'm no. But my question was: the I'm woman tricked me. Nah, this is why I don't have y'all on the show. <laughs> don't play that card, neither. Don't do that. Don't because now you put. Okay? <laughs> For real. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go Go ahead. What I'm trying to express was don't censor yourself because of me. I want you to be your true and authentic. No, I would. I would say who high anyway. I would say who high anyway. Then you know I'll say who high too. I'm confused. You would say whatever you want because everybody else gonna say pussy. All right, thanks. I try to. I try to be more creative. You know, I go the Gucci route, something like that. You know, this is why we told the line of explicit content. Exactly, (laughs) conversations like this. You know, yeah, this is what it. It's the value, but it's the you know the value of people. It's like it really makes you wonder. You watch, um, and I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna make this next statement about Israel, and I don't expect y'all. Oh, so you really want to find out about the cancel culture? Right. Some of them look the same. You know what I'm saying? Some of them look the same. You can't you wouldn't be able to tell them apart unless they were they weren't so religiously like caught up and wouldn't tell you caught up and would and will Never be able to say that I'm Jewish in order to save their ass or I'm Palestinian in order to save their ass. So that's just like what it is. Yeah, those that you, you be careful though, because you show up at seven eleven tomorrow and Shlobo Rabinowitz would be standing there like You're John Exum. I've heard you've been saying some very interesting things about yeah, the motherland. I, 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 I shall show you burn in trouble. I shall show you trouble. <laughs> man, whatever with that bullshit. And hey, we're gonna tell it like it is, man. No, look, man, I wanna know one thing. Yo, I'm telling you, I read this, I read this. It's writing one time. It may have been propaganda, but it was so beautiful, beautifully written. Uh, about, Which most propaganda is? Well, just asking, <laughs> you know, just asking, asking the question: Where did they appear from, and how? 
and you know, talking about the land, you know, and I'm gonna talk yeah. a little in code instead of just going, you know. Yeah, that, you know, yeah, that's that, that'd be good. You know, just walk that line. But listen, but you know, where did they? How did it begin? And you know the history behind it. Well, I've uh-huh. I've since learned the history behind it. And uh-huh. so he just asked a series of questions that. When it comes down to answering those questions with truths, it's like, yo, you know, who, who do we really support with all these billions of dollars and why? Yeah, And, and why? And right. And what's the value of it? Just like here. Why are they more valuable? Why are they more valuable? See, first of all, like, they're black Americans. Why are they more yeah. valuable than black why, Americans? Why, yeah. why, why do we put more money into there than we do to Detroit? Yeah. Right. Why? You know, why? Why are we put more money in there than we are in Harlem? Why? And you know what they'll point to? They always will wind up on the same cul-de-sac, the Holocaust. Well, it's interesting. You mentioned the we Holocaust. One here. You mentioned the <laughs> yeah, Holocaust. Yeah, no, you can't mention yeah. yours, though. But you no. can't mention yours. Because you know, the Holocaust is still going on. Yeah, a lot of the tactics. Yeah, a lot of the tactics that, that, that are being employed against the Palestinian people there are the same things that were employed against them in Nazi Jersey, Germany. So it's like, to me, I always find it interesting how people don't learn their lessons, you know, with, um, you've got, you've got whole groups of men going over to, to houses and kicking people out of houses that they've lived in for hundreds of years. And I think that I always, what I found it interesting is that I always compare like Jewish people with black people in America. And the thing is like, I know a lot of Jewish people don't actually agree with what's going on in Israel. I know this for a fact. I've talked to them and they've let me know. But the one thing that they don't do is they don't come out and say it publicly. So it's like, you know, they're silent. So are they complicit? You know, and then there are the few, just like in any group, there are a few that have come out and they've said that this is wrong, that these are our, these are our neighbors. You're supposed to be neighbors. And then they're going to label you with a, as an anti-Semite though. Right. So and it's they, like, you know, but you think about, but you think about how it is in Israel. If you grow up in Israel, they have a mandatory Tory, um, military, military service, service that everyone goes through. So they're all sort of indoctrinated into that thought process. They always feel like they're under threat. How it was explained to me is that like they're surrounded on all sides by people that are their enemies. And this is how a guy like, you know, Netanyahu, who's been a bad guy, I talk bad about him because he's like a crook. He's a big time crook and a criminal. I don't care like where what race he is. We call people out on the show. He's a crook. And he went you know? to Cheltenham High, so whatever. He went, like, he went to high school here in the Philadelphia area. Did he really? Yeah, he went to the same high school as Reggie Jackson. Oh wow. That's crazy. With Reggie? You Not know? with Reggie. Maybe. Uh, this right. guy, I think Reggie nah, might be older, older than Bibi Netanyahu. I think Reggie's older. Uh, he's been oh, he's okay. been indicted quite a few times for bribery, stealing, things like that. And they, they can't get him out because at the end of the day, might makes right. And that's what they're using in Palestine right now, might makes right. So, um, you know, what's the value of those Palestinian people? Where is all this talk about people like working things out and trying to come to peaceful resolutions? And then like, you know, people say, oh, well, they fired first and everything. You don't know who fired anything. It could have been. They say that for the last ten times, yo. Those folks fire, and those folks must be the dumbest people in the world to know they're gonna lose a hundred x casualties and go ahead and fire first. That's like me on a basketball court walking up to Shaq and punching him in the face at twenty years old. Twenty year old Shaq, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He gonna watch my shit. Come on, man. 
you know after the second time, are you gonna do it a third time? They ain't learning shit. You know what I'm saying? It's, like, what? it's not even it lo- it's sense. not it's not even it logical. None of the stuff that's going on right now is logical, but it all they say black people have a gun when they shoot us in the streets. Right. So it all that's comes back to the... or or they, they threaten life. They threaten they threaten my life. But that's one of the things, the the arrogance of man, though, in that, you know, a group gets together and says, "Okay, we're going to impose this this unilateral situation. We're going to establish this country here. What about the people who are there? Oh, well, like that's some arrogant shit right there. What what would happen? You know, and I think I've posed this question to cats before, like, and let's just say in 100 years, some group gets together, the American Indians get together. They go to the world court and say, yo, these motherfuckers stole our land. And they're like, you know what? You're right. You know what? We're giving we're giving back Manhattan Island, uh-huh. right. and the Indians come in, establish a colony, and they just say, you know, Ooh. we're pushing these motherfuckers out. Sweet, they're not gonna fight it. The people yeah, who are living man. there, they're not gonna fight it. The people who've had, you know, I've had the, my family's had this townhouse since 1845. You're gonna take it from me because they had it 200 years ago. Like it makes sense that the Palestinians would fight back when people push when people are pushing them off the land that they've been off for hundreds of years. There's no easy solution to this, but mm. you can see the clear wrongs. Yeah. And you, if you want to, if you want to, yeah, if you want to, but you know, like, can Belgium go to the world court and say, Hey, you know what? Leopold, those guys got together in the 1890s. They chopped up Africa. We taking it all back. We all, of their, all of their claims to land and stuff, the mines and stuff that they're running now, we're taking it all back. And they should be able to do that. You, you think, you think yeah, Belgium and, and England are just going to put their shit down and be like, you're right. You're right. It's yours. Oh, no. Sorry. It's yours. But so, it was the, what? What is it like? Uh, what is it? Um, possession is nine tenths. Yes. Well, well then they should have left the Palestinians alone made. because they possessed the yeah. land. Right. Like I possess it now, you possess it then. Who wins? But it, it don't matter cause the because the law the law was written by the motherfuckers that jacked it in the first place. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So you see what I'm saying? So so there is no law. law. But might then it, it it just might is right. Regardless of how, if it's correct, yeah. might is right in that respect. I think so then we need to stay out of it. Let them fight it out. We need to we need to be neutral and just let them do their thing. Well, I don't know. I mean, if we if we're neutral from the, if we're neutral at this point, we've already given uh, how, how aggressive how aggressive would they be without the billions of dollars we provide for defense yeah, funding? They are, but they already have it. They've already got yeah, it now. So, I think they may even have better technology than us. They probably do. It's our best technology. They probably do. Yeah, and, and maybe even improved, you know, and, 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 and innovative uh, people have taken it beyond that. Well, you know, uh, who, who knows? But, 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 but the, I mean, if you cut $35 billion out of their budget next year, shit yeah. will change. The one question needs to be answered How do you have what a is- budget for that? With the problems that we have here, already here, and not a budget for us. Well, the argument How do you for have that kind of budget too. It's just, I mean, it's ridiculous. You, the you, argument... know why, you know why America, America, America can police the world because ain't shit gonna happen here. They got this. They got this shit already in check. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It ain't. It ain't gonna be no uprising here. So they ain't really got to worry about. Mm-hmm. They ain't really got to worry about policing our country. They got local. They got local governments, local police and shit to do that. They ain't got to worry about that they as do have like to the worry federal about government. As no, federal they have government, to worry about that. They, they, they do. They do because if there's you behind you behind enemy lines, dog. You ain't you ain't got enough guns. You you can't. No, I'm not, I'm not talking about. 
No, I'm not oh, talking so about they that. don't have to worry about it. They don't have to worry about being taken over, but they still have to worry about uh, uh, unrest and the perception of the world stage. And see, uh, uh, they can only take on so perception. much. America, America, America can't take on being ganged up by eighty percent of the other countries, or seventy five percent, or something like that. So, That's so true. they have to be work in order for them to uh, manipulate people the way that they have and need to. They have to have a perception that allows them to do that. And if you have a bunch of unrest, you can't have that perception. Uh, I mean, you can't have that perception. So they're not worried about people a revolution within where they overthrow and and defeat, you know, and say, okay, now we're in charge. They're not worried about that like that, but they they do worry about what's going on on the inside. They do have to manage it because now it's a world stage. With technology, it's a world stage. Uh, We don't even need 75, 80% of the world. If China decides they don't want to deal with us tomorrow, we in trouble. They get crippled. They get crippled. Financially, they 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 decide they want all their money back. We in deep shit tomorrow. They take they take a hit too, though. Yeah, they do. They they rely on us and our is 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 the word consumerism. Incessant consumerism. Yes, you're right about you're right about that. They rely on that. Because the one the only answer that I feel like I did come up with is that it really comes down to the market. You can print as much money as you can, as you want. Um, they're never going to stop shipping things because it's all business. And um, we're consumers. And China to the United States, it's a it's an intermingled thing. And so even the philosophical wars that we have between the two countries, it's a bunch of bullshit. Because, like, are we really a free market? We've We've had this discussion. Are we really a free market? No, we're not. You know, so it's really the decisions are made above us. The um, they're carried out by us, by some of us, and it just is what it is. That's why we need to start buying black cannabis. Word, <laughs> word, real support our own. Real talk, son. <laughs> I support you. There you go. <laughs> the buy black cannabis agenda has begun. Yes. Yo, and so I, 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 Gene will appreciate this, but I was in the Whole Foods down in uh, a new neighborhood in D.C. down by the yard, and at the checkout counter there was a magazine called Women in Weed, and when that is sitting there, when that mainstream supermarket like that, that boat has left the building, like has, has sailed, like shit is on and popping. Right. Right. Shit'll be legal everywhere in China in fucking three months. Well, they can make money off of it now, so. They can come up with, they can put magazines out there that say women and weed. It's just yeah. another market. It's another distraction for people. Um, my thought process is always the same. It's like, what the fuck are we doing? What's the point of it all? You know, what's the point of even continuing the charade? Like, you know, somebody's better than someone else or worse than someone else because they did, they are, a, one carries a gun and the other one carries a shovel. It's the fucking difference. This shit is all about resources, man. You're allowed to ask the question, Melissa. I see that look on your face. like No, it was just like, damn. (laughs) Did you? Because it was like, damn. That was deep and also kind of like depressing. (laughs) (laughs) I do that that every week. (laughs) You must listen to more shows. Okay, okay. All right. I'm sorry. But like, thank you for pointing out, Brooks, because it was like, 
what? Like, huh? Yeah, that's his role in the show. To bring, I'm talking about, to, I'm talking about, I don't give a fuck if you've been laughing for a half hour. His role is to crash the goddamn plane, okay? <laughs> Just send it into a nosedive yeah, and, and, and it change every bank. goddamn thing. No, but I, I hate, like, actually always been deep, and I feel what you're saying, but. Oh, okay. I'm just not a party, Melissa. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Yo, I promise you, man. But I mean, like, you said, like, why are we doing this? Where are we going? We're talking about it to, like, what, create awareness, to create insight, to get other people's opinion. Why why not keep going? Why not keep going? Well, where are we going, though? What direction are we going in? The reason why I I always bring it up is because I just think it's really more about the direction that we're going in. And I don't think that it's up to people, you know, all of us, black people, white people, all people. But like, you know, we're more concerned with people that look like us at this point in time because it's Mm -hmm. a survival agenda and everything. Mm -hmm. It's always a survival agenda with us. This is one thing that they will never understand is that as long as you keep shooting shots, I'm going to have to do what I got to do. So that's but you, but you also understand that as long as you're in a survival agenda, it's really hard to get ahead. Well, get ahead is like subjective because like this is what I mean about this whole thing about where are we headed as together. And, you know, there's a lot of conversations about people buying the hood. We've had conversations about building schools. We've about building things. And, you know, I had a very good conversation with someone who I'm going to have as a guest. I'm going to uh, change the format a little bit on Tuesdays. And we were having a sociological conversation about the way that we, as black people, economically, socially, how we're all structured. And the whole thing is like, when I say what is the point, we can continue to be in this consumeristic, um, misogynistic, dumbass, computer-generated shame culture that really leads nowhere, or you can do something better with your life. Because... When you had to go out and do things, when people had to go out and do things, they had to create with their imagination, they had to create with their hands and whatever, and that's what that's what really drove life. Now, people spend their entire lives indoors, and this is by design. So, I, I think that individuals, people, and I don't think it's just necessarily a one race thing, I think it's a, it's a everybody thing need to interact and intermingle and intersect in a different way. And how are we going to do that? We've talked about this. We've talked about this before. The more the tech, the tech is the separator, right? The tech, the tech is the divider between people. So the, the more tech you get, the further away you get from your neighbor, your friend, your brother, your sister, whoever, because the tech is there to to keep you isolated. That's why it's called an iPhone, an iPad, right? Because it's all about the one person. So so that whole sense of community that you're talking about is being eliminated. Is and it's to me it's systematic. But that's a cho- that part of it is the po- only part that's really a choice. You don't you don't have. But to is it a your- choice? Uh, but is it a choice? Well, that's a that's a that's a very good question because. What we have is, I'm watching the other, like I was watching a commercial. I cracked the fuck up the other day. They had um, these really sexy, like, Vato-looking chicks on bicycles riding their bikes down the street. And 
they're dancing and they're doing these different things. And the first thing that came to my mouth to my mind was the kids in New Jersey that got pulled over for not having like, you know, for not having permits in Perth Amboy for just right. riding through. So it's Y'all like caught that Freudian slip though, right? What you can no in one, his mouth? Yeah, I heard it. <laughs> Go ahead. No, Go but ahead. what I'm saying is you can make you can make as many commercials to make it seem as interesting as you want. But if you saw that chick driving down your block, riding down your block, you're gonna call the police and she's going to jail. <laughs> that was the reality. Oh, yeah, I missed it. <laughs> that's the reality. Cause that's where y'all live at. That's where you live at, you know. If you're in Texas and you're talking about the wall, you see somebody riding over. You see, you see somebody brown, dressed like that. They're calling the cops, and that story ain't gonna commercial. end with no musical commercial with people like bogling. You know, that's not gonna. That's not how it's gonna end. It's gonna end with the handcuffs and maybe an even sadder story if she gets the wrong police officer who likes Donald oh. Trump. And decides he's going to do the search himself. You know, it's just like all these different fucked up things. And this that is why. Yeah, that but it's true. But it's so fucking true. And that's the sad part. So like Gene, I mean, Grant, I feel what you're saying. Because you can't even have a fucking barbecue in your neighborhood without the boys driving by going, whoop, whoop. What's going on over here? You can have your family over. And they're going to come and they're going to stress anybody who's driving up the block just because they got to do yeah, their numbers. Uh, That's your party. For you, it's a party. For them, it's a chance to make their numbers. Right. Um, well, I bought a piece of technology uh, yesterday to help bring people together. I got a vaporizer and it comes with four straws. I could share with people. <laughs> I'm trying to use technology to bring people together. Yeah, Yo, right. you don't have the giant bag, man. You gotta get the you gotta get the volcano, man. The volcano. I'm talking about shit. Yo, that's I got the, I got level, the vapor bro. cup. Yeah, you get the volcano, man. That's next level, man. You just pass somebody a whole bag full of nothing but Wago. <laughs> well, you can't have that at your barbecue or your picnic. You guys are raining on me, raining on other people's parades. Stop raining on my raining on my parade, man! I promise you, man. You just did a Je- you just did a Jesse Jackson on me or something. A redirect. You shook me with that. You just crossed me. <laughs> you just crossed me, man. Me raining on people's <laughs> Yeah, I have so much. I have so much fun here. I do. Volcano, vaporizer. You, you, you in a different league than I am, bro. Uh, what the volcano? Volcano, seven hundred dollars. You, you go to different parties that. than I am. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not, they, got I'm not like, they got one for like three. Okay. They got one for three. I mean, you, you probably you lifted the down. You lifted the uh, probably more expensive. They got one for three or four, I think. But yeah. So yeah. I, so I guess we're done with the serious conversation for tonight. How about that? <laughs> 
Yeah, my ADD. No, no, we can bring you down. How am I I'm bringing stopping. you down, Melissa? Because I was, you was raining on people's Don't parades, and I was raining on you, raining on people's parades. So I, like, <laughs> I want to bring it up again. You know what I'm saying? Because you yeah. like, yeah, like, yeah, ex had us living in America with no more barbecues. Right, right. Okay, so no black people was living underground in caves and shit. We were sneaking out to get milk. No raisins. No raisins and potatoes. I got a question. I got a question for Melissa because everybody else has answered the question. Everybody else has answered the question. Okay. So do you believe in uh well I'm gonna phrase it different for you. The greater good? Uh are are you uh or, or are you optimistic or pessimistic about uh resolution to uh what ails us um in this country? Pessimistic. Pessimistic? Okay. Yeah. I will say, uh-huh. well, actually, only because I'm realistic. Mm. Bam! Didn't I say something like that? I like that. that. I like yeah. that. Yeah. 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 That, that was Gene's platform. Because yeah. it's like, <laughs> and I don't, I don't want to be living in a status quo. I do want change and all of that. But like, what has everything shown you? As we talked about, might is right. Um, possession may be, you know, nine tenths of the law, but. Who's possessing the power right now? And what are they showing you and how they're using it? Not for us. So I want to be optimistic, but it's going to take shit. I'm just realistic. Dead ass. Mm, (laughs) That's for the dead ass. I I, want to live. I don't want to live. But I'd rather not survive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I want to thrive, but but I understand as as a whole, uh, I think we're exiting the survival phase of our evolution. I think we're exiting okay. it. I'm not sure if we're th- if we're, we're beyond it, but I think if we're still in it, we're in the last parts of what we'd have to do to survive. Well, We've had to do stuff for years to just survive, whether it be like. I, and, and on my list, you, you know, you know, that's why I'm hard on Christians because I believe Christianity is on that list. Like, you know, that was the best survival route. Mm-hmm. Whether it was anything else, you was gonna get more probably empathy or mercy with that position than you would with any other position. And, and you know, depending on you know who who was who was doling out the judgment. So, but maybe we're in a place now where people have the courage to not only survive, but focus on thriving. And then, and then I just wonder, what does that look like? You know, because when, you, when we focused on it in the past, i.e. Uh, Black Wall Street, things like that, you see what the response was, yeah. or, you know, or their reaction, I should say. Yeah. It wasn't a response. It was a reaction. And so, uh, so I'm, the only thing I, I wonder is, is if, is if every, is if everyone is ready for uh, reactions that are inevitable according to history. Well, I think a lot of it comes down to is how is how people feel that they're more important than everyone else. Everyone needs to. It's like, and that's really what it comes to me. That's what it comes down to Privilege? at the end of the day. Not, not just, not necessarily privilege, because I think privilege is something that I think, I think, I think white people actually enjoy white privilege. They enjoy the term because it's right. like, because it's like, it's an attention getter. 
I think it's more about their attention for them. Because, like, you know, black people can live without white people without a problem. Like, you know, they're always, like, trying to prove their worth. You know, that's what the police force is about. The police force is about proving its worth and its value in the bad neighborhoods where all these people live and everything. But if you remove, like, half of the police force and you take half of the budget for the police and you put it into educational systems... You would have probably only need at that point half of the police because people would have something to do. They'd have other pursuits and you would and eventually you would see that change. So it's a matter of where you want to put your resources. It's the United States is a value system for and there is a white privilege. There's a white privilege to, for example, having a police job. You know, you can go to you can go to school for your entire life. Your dad's going to make over six figures. You join a police union and you know that you're going to be able to make six figures. You can pretty much push anyone around. You can have your way sexually with a lot of people that you normally wouldn't be able to have your way with. And you can have create the same type of atmosphere for your child where your child doesn't have to excel either, because if they excel, they don't want you on that job. Because they think that you're, if you're too smart, they don't want you on the job. Maybe you can get in the FBI or the CIA or something like that. But your local police, those aren't your brightest students. You know, we, we've except talked about that on the show. Huh? I said, except for when I was one guy. Yeah, well, you were the <laughs> exception. You lied on your test. You got those, you got those, you got those answers wrong on purpose. So, but it's like, <laughs> but it's like, what happens is, but this is, this is what it is. It creates a, it's a jobs program. The judge it's system. It's a civil service test. It's a civil, yeah, exactly. It's a civil you know, service. Which way is north? If you took two rights, which way would you be headed? It yeah. was, that's the test I remember. Right. It's a, it's a, right. It's a civil service t- test that in order for you to get that cool or to get past that next line of interview, they have to sit down and see you and run through your resume. You got to be that. Now, now it's like the military makes a difference. Like Grant said, for Grant, his name made a difference with the fire department. He took a, you had to take a civil service test, correct? Yes, sir. Okay. And then afterwards, and they still had to select you through the process. There's still a weeding right. out process that's not controlled by aptitude or just taking a test. It is a, it is a money program. So this is how they, they've decided that. This amount of people in the suburbs is good. This amount of people in, in like, you know, poverty is good. This amount of people doing X, Y, and Z is good. But whether you're happy with it or not, or whether people have changed and evolved and are no longer interested in living that type of lifestyle, then that never gets, that's that's what gets beat. That motherfucker gets beat in head and everything. Get back into the pen. That's the one that they set the other crabs on to pull you back in and everything because you're thinking about something different. So what I see is a world full of people that are unhappy with the way that the world is now and they really want change. But like, like most of us on this show, when we ask the question, we, no one knows what change looks like, but I think it's a great opportunity for people to really look into how would you like to live your life? What would you like? You know, never ever ran from the Ku Klux Klan. So I shouldn't have to run from a black man, you know? So when I go through, when I walk through Brooklyn, I want to be able to walk through Brooklyn in certain, at certain areas without or any problem yeah. or CI or CI, you know, but this is, but this, so it's like, we all have our roles. We all have our place. This is what 
China's about, the whole thing about the Chinese people, like white supremacy, white people up here, Chinese people are here. You know, them and we are somewhere down here. We don't want to li- we don't want to be down there. And we've and we don't have to be down there. And everything. Just even a feeling yeah, or you have to move away. You know, and you can't move away. You can't create your own well, thing because they to. don't allow you. They won't allow you to build. They don't allow you to everything that you try to do and everything. You have they bring you back home. It's like, you know, we're still slaves. They just drag us back to our areas in different ways. They drag us back to the place where we're supposed to be and everything. And this is what it is. How do you break that? How do you break that cycle? What do you have to do? You have to revolt. You revolt against what? I was was about to say, in in other countries, they call them coups. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Somebody got to die in a coup, though. Mm. I used to work with this African dude. Exactly. Right? He used to say, "We about to do a coup." He was like, "No, no, no, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody got to die." Exactly. Like, oh, yeah. We gonna change that. Subject. We gonna change that name there. And that's the and that's exactly the, and that's the reality of it. Because like, look, those the insurrectionists they still mad at that chick who tried to climb through the window. She dead because y'all tried a coup. You tried a coup. She got shot in the face. Yeah, they, and That's somebody forgot happens. to explain to them beforehand. Uh, I'm going to be real. Yeah. I'm going to be real. Yeah. I don't think that was a coup. That, but that wasn't even close oh, to no, a coup. No, no. There, there were people in, the, in that group. Really was thought it, there were people in that group. Anything. Oh, no. They were in there praying. They it thought it was. There, there, there were people in that group who thought it was going to be a coup. They there were some people who, had they gotten close enough, they'd have taken, they'd have handled it. Yeah. But most of those yeah. people were clowns, and they had no yeah, idea. They was clowns, man. Those, following. Those are, those are anybody who really took it serious was was about it. They wanted to die because yeah. they couldn't believe that they were, you know. But I'm gonna tell you something. I had a Facebook thread. I told y'all about this. This woman was fighting about six or seven of us, and I'm talking about people who have damn near doctorate degrees. She was, I mean, just swear up and down. Did Jesus put Donald Trump in office and we about to see some shit because Jesus is about to pull through and that's all I got to say to y'all. Yeah, you might be saying it. And I was like, damn, these people really believe that shit. She was probably out there today putting gasoline in soda bottles. (laughs) A Tupperware container. A Tupperware container, yeah. I reached back out to her and I was like, because because she said the fat lady hasn't sung yet, right? And my next comment was, sound like that bitch howling to me. He had, he had already lost the election. <laughs> and so she really started going deep into, you know, the layers of which they are hooked into that thought. And I was like, whoa, I was just, I, I was taking a step back and I was like, yo, she ain't playing. She believes that shit with all her heart. She they were praying man. about that shit. She I'm that talking about they probably sit there and speak in tongues and everything else and, and, and swear that that is the case. Mm. I'm telling you, they do that shit, yeah, and they, so and so they, that that wasn't that's what they, some of them believed that, and they probably would have, you know, they wanted to be a martyr or this and that, but none of them could have been. I mean, none of them had a bit of sense would ever think that that little thing was going to overthrow the government. Oh, well, it's I a do. great, it's definitely a great show, and what it what it yeah. leads to is it leads to people like you know Liz Cheney getting kicked out. 
you know, of office, which I find like fucking hilarious right now. Her daddy shot right? a man in the face. I'm surprised that Dickie ain't in there shooting motherfuckers right now. You think you a congressman? <laughs> wow. You think you're tough? Wow. He got buckshot for everybody. Damn. For real. He shot his boy in the face just because yeah. he just felt like it. You know, Ooh. don't tell me that was an accident. Dick Cheney, former vice oh. president. He, he, he thought he was a duck. He thought he was a duck. He, he thought he was a duck. Him. He just shot him. Yeah. Thought it, Donald. That was her dad. Is that her dad? That's yeah. her dad. Yeah, that's her dad. Oh. That's her dad. Daddy rides and out for she's her. In what? She's from and she's from Wyoming. Shit. I can tell. I can tell people I was born in Wyoming now. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, my money's on her. My money's on you know her. What I mean, like, the, didn't she? Didn't she? You know. Not that politics is my bag, but I do remember, didn't she come out as lesbian? Yes. Way and, back before it was, a, you know, like that was, like if, if it was one time to get out, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Maybe that was Dick's, um, you know. I don't think so. The nepotism that, you know, the nepotism that, you know, went with Dick. He wasn't happy. Janey, I mean. <laughs> um, but, he, so he wasn't happy. Right? He had to come out because he knew at some point one of his political allies, one of his political foes is going to use it against them. Oh, of course. Is there some, is, is there some irony in Dick having a lesbian daughter? Absolutely. Yes, he, yes. No, but you know, what comedian did it the best when he started talking about the whole Ch- uh, Dick and Bush combination, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he was killing me. You know? I think that was Dave Chappelle, if I'm not mistaken. I think he has yeah. even a couple uh, bars or lines, so to speak, on that. Yeah, but, you know? But yeah. I mean, like, what I'm, I'm saying is, like, the reason I brought that up is, like, she was, I say trailblazing, but, you know, to come out in that party and to still be considered, you know, a leader because of the, her beliefs coincided with whatever they wanted. And now she speaking up in the same way she did maybe when she came out, she's out. Well, it's very, it, yeah, yeah, well, Trump's party. Yeah, it's Trump's party. Yeah. And it, it's like, it's, it's interesting. I was talking to this white guy today on the phone who was helping me with, with a technical issue on my website. And he was, and we were talking about the fact that this chick who's supposed to replace him in New York, she raised, when you wonder what, what it's really all about, you know, Trump lost Congress, he lost Senate, he lost the presidency. He's a loser. He loses seats. So why is it that these people would support him? And the reason why is like this woman in New York who's trying to take the spot, before she supported Trump, she had raised somewhere around a million dollars, 850, something like that. After supporting Trump, she had raised something like 4.8, 5 point something. It's like she quadrupled her funds. Yeah. And that's what's going on with these people. These guys, they don't give a fuck about Trump or his philosophies. They know that that, that Trump is a cash cow. The people who support him will send money. And they don't care if they win or they lose. If they lose, they're just going to blame everybody else for it every anyway. But they're going to walk away with those war chests. Because in most of those most of those states, whatever you have in your war chest after a certain amount of times, half of it goes like, some states, like half of it will go to the state. The other half can go to you. So they're just yeah, right. in their pockets. It's a $10 million campaign to win a $400,000 job, bro. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. just crazy. Let's let's just look at it. That's let's just look crazy. at it for what it is. Yeah. Well, just in, but these numbers are just for Congress raising for people who are people who support Trump are raising more money. They're not necessarily winning, but they're raising more money. They're more winning money. that yeah. battle. And that's what it's oh, all about. Oh, they in the bank. Ching Ching winning. Cha-ching. Their winning. And that's, Absolutely. And that's Here's America. Here's the thing, though. In America, Green. Here's the green. thing, though, Grant. Here's the thing, Grant, with a coup, right? Mm-hmm. People who win, if they win, they have to, they have to change it from the ground. I mean, from the, from the dirt up. And that means that, uh, away with the Constitution. Yeah. Everything. And we know that. You, you can't take it yeah. over and say, we're going to do the Constitution better. Yeah. And we know that ain't happening. Well, there's you know, amendments, though. I mean, you can amend a few things, right? Yeah. You so can, that's you're a pessimist, too, huh? <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm, I'm listening to what you're saying. Well, the big races, the big races, can they kill enough of us and suppress enough enough of us? And I don't just mean black people. I mean sympathizers or whatever in order to keep power for a little bit longer period of time. And that's what the battle is all about. But guess what, y'all? Melissa changed her her fuel. We are over. We are over. Well over an hour right now. And we have done such a great, great, great conversation as usual on Born in Trouble. I want you all Ladies and gentlemen, to give yourselves oh, a round. Wow. Episode 13. Like, lucky number applause. 13. I had no idea that. That's right. My lucky birthday's on the 13th. Lucky number no, I see. It That's is right. And my name, y'all, y'all don't, you know, uh, uh, what's my name? Uh, Oh yeah, Barack Bergante. That's what uh, I want to see. This is what this is what I mean. This is why that this is why that whole conversation okay. made no sense. Because you're just like you're giving it all up on the air anyway, bro. Giving it what up on mean? the air anyway. Barack Bergante. <laughs> Wait, if I if I say is, like, is he coming soon? I mean, is that like a little like, what's next? No, that's my alias. We was all thinking about aliases. Yeah, oh, which, if you're ever if you're ever over in Italy and you're watching porn and Brock Brigante's on the screen, <laughs> you will recognize that bald head. You're, you're more likely to see Grant's alien on board. Yeah, yeah. So, porn yeah, than mine, okay? If, 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 if you see Sugar Grant's Dick Daddy, alias. if you see Sugar Dick Daddy, SDD, that's right, SDD. For sure, SDD. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. fellas, y'all, y'all are too much. You're too much. You're all too much. Melissa, you you fit right in there. And everything. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me, gentlemen. It was great to see you after probably a couple decades. Couple, couple, decades. couple mm-hmm. decades, easy. No, you look just like your pictures you post on Facebook all the yeah. time. Okay, Ooh. so I've been seeing you. There All right. You go. Yeah, no filter, no makeup, no nothing. But you know what I mean. Like, but yeah. it's, thank you for this forum. Thank you for this. You know, for a newbie, I kind of, it, it was in, inspiring, thought provoking. Um, and it was really nice listening to your dumbasses with <laughs> dumbasses. The there class you go. of the dumbasses. Yeah, from eighth grade to from eighth grade to now, 
It is. It, it does my heart. And thank you for having me as your first female. Oh, definitely. You I don't did. know if I'm coming back, though. You, you know yeah, I mean? you're coming back. You're you coming, coming back. back. <laughs> you're coming back. You're coming yeah. back. You know, Otherwise, okay. we're going to have to put John in lipstick and tutu. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> this guy. See, Melissa's the only... Yo, Melissa's the, the only... Hold on, what's the tutu? You sound funny with the lipstick, you know? Shit, this this old pimp told me that one time. (laughs) Yo, I'm still repping John X for president. There you go, holla, holla. Oh, no, you ran for school president? No, I ran for vice president. (laughs) I won won 10th grade. I was the vice president. I was the vice president. Who was your president? Gene. Gene Nelson. Otherwise known as Little Kim's manager, Little Kim's manager in the future, from the show. Yeah, yep. Is that his current? Is that his current job, or is that one of the jobs he had? I don't know what Gene's up to right now. Okay, nobody say nothing about Gene Nelson. Okay, he paid for a cell phone for my sister for about three or four years. This is why the aliases won't work with you, bro. It just won't work. From California, Mr. Gene Hopkins. Hey, God day. Of course, from Detroit, Mr. Grant Lancaster. You have anything, any last words, Mr. Lancaster? 2896 West Grand Boulevard, Detroit, Michigan. Come to City Wings. Get your shit on. City Wings, eat your chicken. Chicken. Oh. And of course, last. There's a chicken shortage out there. Which called said they might have to start rationing their chicken. The Amish oh, always yeah. have wings. The Amish always have chicken. You just got yeah, to be willing to pay I, for them. I already been through my shortage. Yes, I already been through my shortage and came out the other side. Nice. We got a solution. Right, we just changed the DNA because there's, there's a lot of rats, right? And have oh, them grow chicken oh, wings. You know out of from Philadelphia. Can you get them to grow wings, too? Mr. Robert <laughs> Brooks, thank you. thank you. I don't have to worry about any of that stuff. I don't eat animals. <laughs> no rat stuff. No rat stuff. I remember, yeah, I, a friend of mine who went to NYU, I remember she was broke, and she told me that she used to go to this restaurant that used to have a chicken wing special, you know, uh, half a chicken wing or a quarter chicken wing for three twenty five with french fries, and she was surviving in law school off of this and everything. So one day she was walking through the park, through the park near the school, and she seen the guy from the Chinese place catching pigeons. Oh, <laughs> Hey, that's terrible. What's the difference? That's terrible. What's the difference? I've heard different versions of that joke, That's not a joke. That actually happened. That actually happened. If I had to, if I had to call her, oh my god! And she, and she, she, she was like, "Yo, I need food. Can you lend me some money?" That's that's like I was the last person probably on that list to be borrowing money from. And she told me that story, and I had to just like I was just like, okay, I got you, I got hey, you. Imagine what you okay. require for a bag of ramen. <laughs> oh, but uh, look, is like a gym or a flat with fries for three twenty five. Those some big ass chickens. It probably was a pigeon. Yeah, it was definitely a pigeon. So, yo, boy, did you trouble? think Yums was serving a pigeon hey, back in the day? Oh, no doubt. 
<laughs> I hope no doubt. Bro. No doubt, Rob. What? No doubt what? See, now Yum, y'all messing baby. up my Yum. meals. Yums was serving up pigeon it with mumbo matter. sauce. It's all right, mumbo sauce. Mumbo sauce makes the red taste good. down there. Bruh, mumbo <laughs> sauce is banging, dude. That's right. Your tongue is on fire. You don't know if it's chicken, pigeon, what? Don't matter. It's mumbo. Oh no! Let me tell you something. I ate all of it, and, did, and none of it got me sick like a damn big rib, man. <laughs> Born in trouble. Oh, Peace. Big rib. Big rib.